Jesus prayed three times, that we're told. The first prayer we've looked at, actually Luke lumps them all together, but Mark said he went forward a little, fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, this hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me, nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. Matthew said he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. According to Luke, he kneeled down first and prayed, and then as his agony increased, he, he fell forward prone on the ground and prayed. What was the cup that Jesus asked the Father to take away? Some think it was the agony of that hour. We know from Matthew 20 and verse 22 that he was referring to his forthcoming death. That night in the garden, he was experiencing for the first time the full effect upon the human body, sin. He was experiencing what sin does to the human body. He had never experienced it in his entire life. See, he was without sin. He did not know what sin does in terms of actual experience. Oh, he knew because he was God, but he had never experienced sin. That's hard for you and I to comprehend. But Jesus Christ had never experienced the awfulness of sin. He never experienced the break of fellowship with God his Father. He had never experienced what a thief or a murderer or a rapist had experienced. That night, all of that began to weigh down upon him and the Father drawing away from him. He began to be very, very sorrowful because it was a devastating experience. Not just one man's sin. If you think your sin has weighed heavy on you, think what it would be like to bear the sins of the whole world, past, present, and future. Every sin. You see, here's the part of the gospel that you don't hear talked about very much. That person that's out there tonight shooting up, that person that's out there tonight getting smashed, that couple that's out there tonight that, that are engaging in acts that are, that are an abomination to God. Jesus Christ took their sin 2,000 years ago. Yes, they just don't know it. They just don't know it. He already took their sin, paid the price. He died for them. They just don't know it. But then that's what you and I are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be telling them the good news. Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. That you might be forgiven that you don't have to live in sin. That you don't have to live in shame. Jesus took all of your shame. He took all of your guilt. He nailed it to the cross that you might go free. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 talks about his experience as this cloud descended on him that night. Read it with me if you would please. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 7 talks about his experience there that night. The writer of Hebrews says it so good. Hebrews 5 and verse 7, who, talking about Jesus, who in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. That hour he tasted the death, the separation, the broken fellowship that mankind had known from the very fall in the Garden of Eden. He experienced the full impact of it that day. 